In a world of digital card apps, one man. There's actually two of them. Two men. And sometimes a guest. Two men and sometimes a guest will guide us on a journey there and back again. No one's traveling. It's a podcast. The Digital Cross-Trading Podcast. And now, the hosts of the DXT Podcast, Aaron Vine and Mark Bernetti. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the DXT Podcast. I'm Aaron Viney, 78 on all tops, apps, and quid. Hey, guys. I am uh, Mark B50K in quid. If you could get that out, of, if you could get that out of, and just say it and say it out loud, right? <laughs> exactly. And not, do, not doze off mid sentence yeah it's pretty late right now yeah it's very late so um i hope that the last time we had a one that was this late ended up having espn and on in the background and we had to re-record and i really felt like we had a really awesome re-record episode um i don't plan on re-recording this one so let's get it right this time yeah definitely definitely awesome so what do we want to talk about aaron well, I mean, first we'll just remind everyone that uh, you're at MarkB50K on Twitter and I'm at DXT Podcast on Twitter. And everyone should remember to tweet, 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 or say hello to us in game, whatever you prefer. But let's have some good talk about uh, cross trading and digital cards. That's what it's always all about. Yeah, I think we're, uh, I, I really do enjoy seeing the amount of um, folks. Uh, uh, on Twitter, uh, you know, quoting us and um, using kind of some of the things that we talked about and really just getting excited about doing cross-trading. So um, I, I definitely think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a game within itself, right? Um, uh, so I think, you know, how do you convert coins and apps that you don't necessarily care about for, for stuff that you want in other apps? So, um you know, someone asked us to, to talk a little about, you know, just do's and don'ts. Um, and I don't know if we'll get too much into that, but uh, I just, just, I think the biggest thing to tell people is just, just be, uh, just be careful and just always, um, uh, the best thing to do is if you're going to start cross trading, for anybody who is a quid person who's thinking of cross trading in the tops apps, I think the first thing you should think about is just start small. Um, start maybe trying to do base base swaps between um, Quid and and Star Wars or Quid and one of the uh, tops apps. I think that um, and what what that does is number one, it, it worst case scenario if you get scammed, you're only losing something that's not that valuable. But the secondary purpose of it is is that you find people who are willing to do – the key is you need to find people that are willing to have quid and and cross-trade for it or, or cross-trade those coins that they have in quid for stuff that you want. Um, uh, and if you find people that are willing to do smaller deals, then they're probably the same type of people that after you've established a rapport with them and you've done one or two in trades, then then now, now it's something that you can kind of start talking about. Okay, well, hey. This is something that I really want to get. I, I really want help on the wormhole the next time uh, Wednesday pops up. Or I want the next. I know for sure that they're going to be a new Bob's Burgers sticker set. So, 
hey, can you possibly save some coins and help me out with that? And in return, I'll, I'll, I'll pull you whatever you want in this app. That's the kind of things that I think that uh, if you're still trying to figure out how to do it, you can, you can do. Um, and the people that do that, I think, are the folks that I think on Quid, at least, are going to have the ability to try to keep up with, with things. I think right now, wh- what would you say, Aaron? Would you say that the, the overall landscape of Quid is um, in our, in our post-save Quid uh, time, time frame, do you, do you think that um, it's easy to collect in Quid? Uh, I mean, is it easy to collect in Quid, meaning do I feel like I have enough coins to collect it? Uh, No, I mean, there's not enough coins to collect everything. Um, There's not enough coins to even collect one channel, but that's to be expected. That is to be expected. I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot of people in Quid, though, that that's slowly becoming a... Um, reality, and there's definitely going to be, I think, a, a segment of the people that are really into Quid uh, that are probably going to drop out, just like just like we had with Star Wars Card Trader, just like we had with Walking Dead Card Trader. Um, it is a somewhat high turnover kind of thing. So... Um, I, I think that, uh, I think that, that instead of getting, I guess, frustrated with it, I think you just look at different ways you can go about it. Definitely limit what you pull. You don't have to pull everything, um, in that channel for that matter. I know it's very tempting to do that, especially since, um, you don't have a lot of stuff going on in parallel. Um, in tops, you'll have different sets that are lasting weeks. Right, one gets one gets released every week, um, so at any given time, you are actually um, seeing that you are in multiple chases at one time. So many tops people decide that hey, if things are getting too hard for them, then what they do is they just pull out of a particular chase. Okay, well that's kind of hard to do with quid, in the fact that the most ways that quid people collect is since all the cards are released at one time, is they say hey. This is the time that I'm going to try to get it. This is when the set is hot. So I'm going to drop a ton of coins to get for this, go for this one um, set. I mean, that's what we see in our room all the time. So it's a much different collection mentality that quid folks have versus Star Wars people or tops people. Tops people collect, they don't collect in bunches. They collect in a, uh, on a longer chase and they have several things that are chasing at one time um, versus so that means that, that sets stay somewhat relevant for longer than they do in quid. In quid, sets are pretty much one or two days. They're really hot, and then most people have what they got from them, and then they don't really look for those sets anymore. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic. I guess the point is is that for a quid person, um, I think you have to think about that Like as if a tops person decides that they want to not chase so many sets – that might make the same thing for someone in quid. For a quid, you might want to just decide, do I really need the ranking set or do I really need the new uh, officer ranks for the 24th century um, Star Trek set? I, think, I don't know. I think that when it comes to quid, it, I think it's really going to be more of a question of which channel you're going to drop. I, I think for, for myself, I, would, I, I wouldn't like taking a look at my Star Trek set 
and knowing that there's some sets that are complete and some sets that just don't have anything finished. I think it would look a little bit weird to have some sets that are just empty. Yes, and that, so, okay, so that is a very good point. But here's a good suggestion. If we could just easily subtract or have a way to remove the sets that we're not collecting from the list, that would make me much be- feel much better about it. Right, but but Quid won't do that. What 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 Quid doesn't shouldn't want to do that. I mean, I I I honestly like the way Quid does it. I mean, for a collect like I've told before on, on of the shows, um, Quid is definitely built more for the collector mentality. Everything's separated nice and neat. Uh, for if I'm looking at the Star Trek channel, all my sets are just going right down the page. I can see all the sets are nicely separated out. If I have them all, then I see full circles everywhere, and I know that I have all of them in there. If I'm missing stuff, I immediately see pie slices missing. If I'm missing an entire set, I see a giant hole in my collection. Um, so, it, for, so Quid is definitely built in a way that it works, uh, it works against the collector's mentality, where the collector mentality wants to fill those holes. Thus, they don't want to do things like not participate in a particular set within star trek because you're right it's going to look it's going to leave a gaping hole so uh, so aaron i think you have you know definitely a very good uh option there that if you're having trouble in quid the first thing you could look at is is limiting channels right um and then at that point if if you if you can't stand the fact that you'd be missing some sets then really the only other option is is cross trading so hopefully you can use this show to help you uh do cross trading and to see that cross-trading does exist and that it's something that if you're still on the fence about or don't really know how to do, just realize you might be missing out on some really good deals. Let's talk about a couple of those deals, Aaron. Yeah. One. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, I would say if you're not cross-trading, I mean, you're missing out on some big cards. I mean, I don't know how many people listening to the show would care to have, um, you know, ship a she, or how many people would care to have a uh, casual Kirk? I mean, Mark, do you think uh, Quid fans would want those two uh, cards? Um, yes, I do believe they would. I think they'd want many of them. <laughs> well, I mean, if we were to take a couple examples, I mean, we'll start off with mine. I mean, th- so uh, if you listen to the Tops episodes, um, some of you may know that there's a new NHL app that came out for Tops called Top Skate, and maybe some of you have heard that I'm a huge hockey fan. So when that app came out, I was very excited, and so now I'm sort of like in the middle of no man's land trying to collect NHL Skate, Star Wars, and Star Trek. And so as the week was going on, I was realizing that I was just not accomplishing anything in Quid. And so I I finally had to figure out a way to get, like, the ball moving on Quid because uh, I hadn't picked up some of the number one cards for a few of the sets in a while. And one of the cards, the Casual Kirk, which I guess is a Funko Pop, uh, I was getting a little concerned that if I didn't get that Funko Pop uh, card that I would some have a lot of trouble getting it in the future. So mm-hmm. I ended up doing a... So I saw someone announcing on Twitter that uh, that they had a casual Kirk for trade. 
And, um, you know, basically I said, hey, what do you want for the casual Kirk? And we ended up coming up with, with, a, with a deal to for where I traded away some of my Star Wars cards and got the casual Kirk plus a, a few future considerations. But the end result is, is that, you know, having some Star Wars cards, I was able to trade for the number one card in the Funko Pop set. Which which is huge. It's it's uh you know it's a card that a lot of people want. Yeah, yeah, and and being it's the first set of the Funko Pops, then I think it has even a um, a more uh, uh, I guess iconic draw to it. Um, would you say? I, I honestly uh, I haven't really been trying to collect any of those other ones. Mm-hmm. I threw I did throw some coins down on the the pops. Uh, the second one that came out, the, the new generation. Yeah, of new course, I got everything but the, the top generation. three, right? Yeah. Um, or the next generation, yeah. And uh, how would you say the Picard would be comparative to the to the casual Kirk? Um, I mean, I know that I want it, uh, but I, I think that I'd have to go back and look. I think that the uh, Picard is not 750 count, right? Yeah, let me look here. I think it's 1,000, but that's just a guess. I oh, know it is 750. So I so I would want it. I would say it's going to I think that the 750 count uh it's Picard set to stun. Yeah, I mean, I mean all number 1 cards in the Star Trek sets are going to have some some gravitas to them, right? I mean, I just saw another trade today where a guy gave up a what was it on? The guy gave up on Did you see it on Crystalline Entity? He gave up a Crystalline Entity and what did he end up getting? He ended up getting some pretty good stuff. Um, I mean, so so there are definitely folks that are, um, you know, obviously at this point, I think that a lot of people, tops people who have um, dabbled in quid are definitely a lot more willing to trade off quid to get back stuff in, in tops, um, especially when there are um, so much content being put out in the Tops app. So this is really a good time for quid people, I think, to get quid stuff. There's a lot of the demand for stuff out there in the other apps, especially now with this NHL skate um, and with Star Wars always. Um, there's always a way, I think, that if you're smart, you can you can do good deals and get good cards. Um, one of the things I think that helps it out is the fact that quid does those um, – those free packs, right? Yeah. So every once in a while you get once every once in a while you get really lucky and you pick a, a, a free pack and you get a really good card from a set. And um, you know, then whatever you're trading is pretty much all bonus, you know? Yeah. I mean for for just to finish up my cross trade, I mean my cross trade was was with at SWCT Vader. Um, and I traded a, an Aftermath card, which is a card that's probably about a year old, maybe even a little bit more at this point. Um, used to be super popular. Uh, I had a dupe of it. It was just picking up dust. And uh, Aftermath is what, a, a 2,000 count card? 2,500 2, count card? So, I mean, I traded mm-hmm. a, 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 a fairly popular... 2500 count aftermath card for a 750 count you know casual kirk pop funko pop so mm-hmm. i mean on a rarity level i i was very happy with it and you know in terms of a value level i mean it, it was probably pretty close 
in terms of value, in my opinion, you know, to, I think tops, a lot of tops people would say, you know, that aftermath is still valuable, so maybe I could have gotten more. But, you know, with with, with trying to collect three channels, you know, it, it I had to take the opportunity to get that card because I didn't, you know, I didn't know when I would get the opportunity to get to get an offer on that again. So I didn't want to miss out on it. Right, right. I mean, and, and right, and and you you definitely uh, equate more of. Uh, I mean, you are full into the fact that that a uh, a full Star Trek set for you is is a goal, and it's something you want to keep. You don't want to lose it. Right. So to you, it's valuable. Um, and you got yourself a card that now fills a, a giant need. Um, and you you traded a card you had a dupe of. So, I mean, it's really a win for you, I mean, no matter what the, the actual cost was. Um, so, uh, but that same guy, SWCT Vader, also what is our cross-trader of the week as well. That's right. That's right. He had quite a doozy uh, of, a, of a cross-trade. Now, he was the one receiving Star Wars. For the for his cross trade, but again, the the person on the other end of this trade, that you know, I, I don't know the name of, of the person on the other end of the trade, but the other person got a second edition ship a she, so that person traded away um, three uh, uh, something called reflection cards. Now, reflection cards are super valuable on Star Wars. Um, so three reflection cards were traded away, and so are four CTI cards. And CTI cards are usually pretty nice-looking cards, but for some reason, they don't really maintain value very much for some reason. Um, I, think com- I think they're coming back. You think so? I mean, I think that... Well, I think they... I mean, coming back in the fact that, that they aren't worthless, they still hold some... There's still some um, cachet they still have in the app. You know, there's a lot of people who are trying to collect them, um, so... I, I don't think but, that they're worthless, definitely not. I mean, I like them too much to say that they're worthless, but a lot of people pretend that they're worthless. Uh, so you right. have to be careful with those. You, you don't want to give them up for nothing, but at the same time, that they're not as valuable as a lot of other things in the app. Well, um, I've run into a couple of those dupes um, here and there, here and there everywhere. And I'm always able to get that. I'm, I'm always able to trade that for um, either a prime kind of level thing or or an old vintage kind of thing. So um, either way, though, it was it was a. They were cards that people don't just throw away. Okay, they, they when they trade them, they're trading them for a reason. So this guy that this guy Star Lord, I think he was. Um, and, and he had a, he had, must have had an old Star Wars um, a collection. Where he was able to collect reflections, and at this point he must have figured that hey, you know, this is my opportunity to get a, a ship as a she. He obviously valued a second edition just as much as a first edition, um, or at least close enough that he'd be willing to give some serious um, cards for it. I mean, I traded my first edition for a vintage Han, as we've talked before. Um, but honestly, I think a second edition, he really got a, I wouldn't, he didn't get a vintage Han, but, but he got, if you look at all that stuff, that's a very, very comparable kind of haul. I, um, I would say so. I mean, the, the reflections, I, I mean, are almost cards that are, don't get traded anymore. You know, right. Everyone wants Once you them, got them. trading them. 
Yes. So they definitely have a very, uh, very high value. Either way, it's it speaks it speaks some it speaks a, a very good example to show that second edition, at least for some cards, um, hasn't really had much of a drop. Now that means I mean I can probably count on three fingers probably the number of cards that probably are not going to get affected by the additions very much, and that's one of them, right? The yeah. rest of them, um, you know. Uh, you're not going to find a whole lot of value for for trading back your second edition cards unless it's someone who is has a, a hole and has a need and doesn't mind that they have some second edition cards in their collection. I don't know those. Uh, you know, you'd have to ask other quid people. If you're a quid person, you probably have an opinion on what where you kind of value that kind of stuff. And it's probably just like what I said. There's probably only a couple of cards that you wouldn't mind having the second edition version of it um so and, and you know, like i said that's one of them maybe uh maybe crystalline entity would be another one because it's so low count it'll probably be a thousand count i think when they release the second edition if, if they follow to form um you know uh casual kirk would be if they follow the form it'd be a 1500 card yeah. uh, count which is still pretty low so um so yeah, so I think that just the point we're trying to make is is that um, is is that if you're looking for cards that are very hard to find, just know that there's a lot of people out there that have very good quid collections where quid isn't their main their main app. So there is some liquidity there. There is some ability to to, to move now, but but you gotta you gotta do something special. You gotta find the right things uh, to trade for them. You have to find either something that's very hot. Um, or something that has been generally recognized as a very valuable thing. Um, old old Star Wars cards, most people listening to this, if you're a quid person, you probably don't have these cards. You probably don't have old S1 vintage like Vintage Han or, or Luke Prepares. You probably don't have uh, reflections. Um, but what you might have is things like um, Valor series in Huddle, or you might have um, uh, Diamond masterpieces in uh, walking dead or you might have new galaxy selects in star wars these are all sets that um that that have some uh popularity to them and would be things that if you were to pull those kinds of cards um that you would be able to get a probably a pretty good return on what you're looking for um hmm. so I guess we talked about some pretty good cross trades. Uh, maybe we want to talk about uh, any any cool things that have come out recently that you think that um, people who are tops people um, would want to, to go for if they were trying to collect quid or at least trying to find something that would trade very well for quid in so, quid. So you mean where they where they pick up cards on quid to try yes. to? I mean, I I think I still think that the that the Funko Pops are still really popular. So if you can get lucky with the Funko Pops, obviously you can get lucky with your your ship is a she. Yeah. In order to do that, though, just just pay attention, right? I mean, uh, the ship is a she is going to be very hard to pull, and you need to probably drop. You probably need to save up something in the neighborhood of I don't know, maybe three hundred k or something like that to to, to even. To even think that you have a modicum of a chance, and you're and you're gonna pull up, and you're gonna pull a ton of really not very valuable cards to do it. So I don't know if I could really recommend it to you. 
I think most people who have done that have just pretty much just gotten lucky. Uh, they just dropped a couple of packs. They said, "I'm just okay. I'm going to set myself a limit. I'm going to spend 50k on this, and I'm not going to be sad if I don't get it because I know there's hardly any chance of me to get it." And you do it happily. You pull those. You pull those amount of cards, those amount of coins, and you you chalk it up to, "Hey, that's an expense of 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 having an account on Quid. I'm going to drop some of these every once in a while to go for the lottery picks." Um, well, I think. Um, I think Quid is trying to establish these Funko Pops as, as another one of those things where maybe the chances aren't terribly low, but they are. Um, but the price of the packs is still horrendously high. Yeah. Um, there was a wormhole pack today. Did you see that? They had a wormhole box today. Um, so normally on Wednesdays in Star Trek, they have a pack called the wormhole. And the last couple of weeks, they've pretty much... It's kind of been a little bit lacking. Um, it, the primary card you can pull in is red base, so obviously there's only limited value there. Um, but they throw a couple of other insert sets as cards that you could pull. The last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of complaints on that. So what I have seen, though, is they, they came out with a new thing called a wormhole box. And the reason why they call it a box is because it only provides Funkos. So what they did is they actually they actually combined both the... Um, original series and the next generation Funkos uh, in one pack or one box. So you could possibly get one from either one of those um, sets. But unfortunately, there really wasn't much of a discount. It's still 7,000 credits to pull it, which is a lot. Um, so, uh, so that might be something you want to do. Maybe you save up your coins for Wednesdays and see what kind of wormhole packs get dropped in Star Trek. That might be an option. Um, very popular sets other outside of Star Trek. I still think um, Breaking uh, Bad. Yeah, Breaking Breaking Bad. I mean, I, one thing in particular. I mean, just over the past week or so. I mean, if you take a look at Bob's Burger sets, I mean, the vast majority of the time, the the number one card in the Bob's Burger sets are pretty high count. Once in a while, they have one that's a little bit low low count, like uh, like the share makeup things from best frenemies that one was uh, share makeup tips sorry it, that one was a thousand count and that sold out but um in the signs your boyfriend's a ghost in that set you have the number one card being a 2500 count card which is you me him at a seance so you know whereas some of the other sets like uh the the friday 5 p.m uh est set you know, the top card is 7,000 count. So, I mean, for a Bob's Burger collector that, you know, and there's over 100,000 people collecting Bob's Burgers, you know, I would probably tell you that if you are going for packs, that may be a pack to go for. The signs, your boyfriend's a ghost pack, and if you hit the number one card, that's probably going to be a pretty valuable card for the Bob's Burgers packs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, have you been collecting Scream Queens or or Empire or um, uh, Family Guy? I love Scream Queens. I have every single card. I think you're being facetious. Yes, I am. Of course, I'm not collecting Scream Queens or Empire or any of the other. Of channels. course, I'm not. I'm not collecting those crazy Scream Queens. <laughs> 
<laughs> the kids today with the screaming queens. All right, let me tell you something. I'm not collecting the scream queens. I... All right, we got you. Yeah. So, so um, I'm only collecting Star Trek, and I'm having a lot of I'm having a lot of trouble collecting the Star Trek. You're also having a lot of trouble collecting Star Wars. Yes, I'm having cl- I'm having trouble collecting everything because you know what? It, it requires time. Time. It requires coins. Time and, and I, coins. And I run out of both very quickly. Yes. So uh, yeah. So so I don't. So um, well, you know, uh, um, what are you doing with your? Uh, so from a NHL side. Um, have you done much trades of either quid stuff for NHL? Um, you did do you did do was it, was it you gave up? Yeah, you went it the other way. You said you got you gave up Star Wars to get quid and NHL. Correct. Yes. But you haven't. Have you done it the other way? Have you gave up quid to get NHL? Not as of yet, but I, but I've been working on it. But um, you want to? Yeah, I'd, I'd give anything that I have dupes of. Uh, I would give. I would trade away. I mean, I, as of right now, I have like, I think six or seven uh, Picard uh, Galactic Visionaries. I don't know if people still uh, need one of those, but I, I'd trade one of those for some good stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, anything that I have dupes of, I, I'd, I'd trade any dupe on Star Trek that I have for Star Wars or NHL. Okay, so um, so any other tips we can give people? Um, my, you guys know my uh, strategy. Um, I think is right now is is save up coins, um, and and then just pull stuff for people that they want. Find a person that is willing to do the the, the you know this for that, and instead of figuring out trying to predict what you think they're gonna want, and then maybe not having something they want. Because, because I'm telling you right now, unless you know what you're doing, if you're pulling a, if you're pulling a pack in Star Wars, it is very likely you're pulling stuff that is not very good. <laughs> there's a lot of base cards. There's a lot of open edition stuff that's just not going to cross trade very well because all those cards are ones that people in Star Wars or in any other app could probably get very easily for themselves. So you want to go for stuff that is not very easy to pull and then when you pull it now you have something that is actually has some value that someone would be willing to um want and would be willing to give up either cards or coins in um in quid so um i have not done any cross trades in quid this last week but i am about to Mm. um there is a se- there is a set that I like called Galaxy Selects in Star Wars. They drop it once a day, and it's a hefty amount of coins to get it every day. I have a couple of quid people that have been saving up for me, and I've been saving quid, and I'm going to help them out, and I'm going to ask them to help me out. I only need one person a day to pull it because I usually don't like pulling dupes. So um, it's kind of hard for me to spread out. So I kind of like I've been setting up a little schedule saying, okay, I'm going to need you on Tuesday. I'm going to need you on Thursday. I'm going to need you on Sunday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, uh, but I, I do plan on having some uh, coin for coin um, reports uh, on our next show. 
That that sounds like a great idea. Yep. So is there a um did we did we even do the tweet and someone won, didn't they? You, yeah, you we, gave away. Yeah, we gave away uh, last week. Um, the Deanna Troy Globe, but then didn't you do another one? I did. I gave away the space ball last week. Okay, so did you want to say talk about who won that? Because someone had to. That's we didn't right. announce it on the last one. I guess it, we it was didn't. after that. Yeah. Let me go. Let me go remind myself <laughs> who won. I I have everything written down, but I I didn't bring the the list with me. Um, and I believe the guy that won it let's, either just downloaded, just downloaded uh, Quid, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, correctly. so at DMP underscore LXXKY won the Quid Super Bowl, and at Hansker Bomb won the X Wing Santa Cruz. Nice. And both of them have already picked up their the Santa Cruz. Wow, that's a good that's a good haul. That so, was a good haul. That was. Um, that was good. So, yeah. So, what else you want to talk about? It's really late. Yes, I think I think that um, we're gonna have to just accept the fact that it's really late and tell everyone that we have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, unless you want to hear Mark yawning and hear me start slurring my words. Well, I haven't yawned, but I might have slurred. If you hear a loud bang, that's just my head hitting the tabletop. So I tell you what, Aaron, I think what we ought to do yeah. is this. Um, I think we ought to really try that for our next episode, we bring on a heavy quid person. I think that's a good and idea. I think that's a very good idea. Yeah. So if you're a quid person listening to this podcast and you want to get on the show and you want to be able to talk about um, – you, I, we'd want you to be able to talk about two things. One, your collecting strategy in quid and B – I'm going to make a little joke there, one and B um, – <laughs> and B, uh, uh, your cross-trade strategy. And have you done cross trades? We'd, I would hope that someone is has done cross trades. And if not, that's less important. I think it's more of uh, uh, if you come on and you're a big quid collector, and but you're maybe even trying to learn how to do cross trading, then maybe it's a great time for you to come on and ask some questions. So, um, so if you're interested in that, I think that uh, it'd be nice to have an actual guest on on the quid show. I it's think been, that it's been be... a while since we had one. I know. Well, I don't even know if we've ever had one on the quid show. Well, Only technically, that's true. That's true. But technically, we had a uh, uh, Tribble on one time. That's and right. He's a quid we did, guy. We did have, tribble. but it was on technically the old show. So that's yes. right. Yeah, and uh, and also, I mean, just hopefully whoever wants to come on realizes that they're going to have to be a night owl. Yes. One for one night. For, for one, one night, night they need to be a night owl. Yes, for one night you get to party with the XT. I, th- I think that's 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 what everyone's dream is nowadays. We're here at the DXT party. <laughs> Why are you just spitting him into the microphone? I was trying to beatbox. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, it's so late. I am so tired. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I go to bed. Yeah, it's time to go to bed. Tweet us if you want to come on the show. And uh, I'm at DXT Podcast, and Mark's at MarkV50K. And uh, good night, everyone. Next week, um, I'll try and get home earlier. And we'll have a guest. And we'll have a guest who hopefully will stay up late like us. Good night. See you.